What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Potter Podcast, where you will find knowledge, resources, and information on everything real estate related. We are happy to have you join us today. And without further ado, let's jump into our topic and discussion for today. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Potter Podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. And uh, today I've got a great question for you that's been asked quite a bit uh, after I get together with people on a house and they get moved in. Uh, I usually get a text message that says, hey, what are some things that we should do now that we've bought the house? So let's dive into that and uh, let's cover some more details here. All right, guys, what's up? Hey, things to do after you buy a house. So let's kind of walk through some of these things. I'll share some stories with you as well. And then we can uh, see what you guys have for feedback and comments later. But hopefully I'll cover uh, most of the important things that you need to know. Um, so things to do after you buy a house, right? You've closed on your house, you've got moved in. What's the first thing or second thing or a couple other things that we should do after we move in? Um, let's do the first thing uh, first. Uh, that's funny, first things first. Um, and that is let's get new keys made, right? So let's think about this for a second because a lot of people don't do it. But when you move into the house, uh, you get the keys to the house, you get moved in, you get settled in. But one thing that a lot of people don't think about is how many other people have keys to my house right now? Think about that for a minute. Like if the previous owner never got keys changed and that previous owner never got keys changed or the locks changed, I should say, um, how many people have keys to your house? I know that's kind of a scary thing to think about. So I always tell people when you get moved in, Give that locksmith a call, have him come over to the house, have him change out the locks, get some new keys. You'll probably get like two or three from him and then go to Menards or go to some place to have some spare keys made that you can give out to your family or whatever. But think about if you're doing that, the previous owner, if they did that, now there's like five keys out there to get into your house, right? So I always tell people, let's be safe. Let's just get some new keys made, um, and then that should make you feel a little bit better uh, as you move into that new house, knowing that even if there are some extra keys out there, now no one can get in. Um, again, another thing to go with that is if you have a garage code, right, you're going to want to reset uh, that garage keypad, right? Some people you know, will get back to us and say, oh, we never used it. It doesn't matter. Figure out a way, uh, whether you have to call the company or not, um, to get in there, reset that thing, and make sure that nobody else would know the code to get into your garage and then through the house. So those are a couple things. First things first that I usually tell people. Um, the next thing is, uh, obviously, it kind of goes along with that, but set up security. Know your neighborhood. Uh, maybe talk to some neighbors. See if they've got certain things like ring cameras and different things like that. Um, ask them about the safety of the neighborhood, you know, like ask them if they're ever, um, if there's ever times where they need to be on the lookout for something, just stay in contact and talk to those people. Um, so you know what to look out for. Um, and you know that you've got neighbors that are looking out for you, or maybe not, maybe you don't have neighbors looking out for you, but, uh, in either case, just, uh, ask some of those questions as you're getting settled and moved in. Um, the other thing that I'm going to go along with that is there's been a lot of scamming that goes along um, after you get moved into a new house. So for those of you that don't know, you move into a house and now that is public record. So everyone um, can basically find out where you live, 
um, who's living there, who the owner is, all that kind of stuff. And along with that comes uh, people, scammers. So you'll get mail, you'll get stuff in the mail that's a scam. Um, you'll get other things um, such as, and the one one story I want to share with you is um, actually people coming up to your door and pretending or acting like uh, they are someone that they are not. So a story that I have, um, and it actually uh, happened to me as well, so I know that this goes down, but uh, one of my clients was was sharing with me um, that they had some guy come up to their house and um, basically had an ADT badge, ADT security, right? So for some of you that, that don't know what that is, ADT is a security company that we have uh, here in town. And uh, came and knocked on the door, was basically like, hey, I'm, I'm new in town. I see that you guys um, are new uh, people in the neighborhood and wanted to basically give you a free estimate on uh, what it would cost to set up a security system. Sounds nice right? But here's the deal. Uh, the scam is this. The the people aren't technically actually working for ADT. They're scammers and they're people trying to get into homes. And what they do is they'll actually, uh, once you let them into their your home, uh, they'll walk you through the house. They'll point out all these different areas like, hey, you should think about getting something here on these windows because that's easy access in the basement. Um, get one here on the door, you know, all these things. And then they leave. Um, and then you never hear from them again. Well, what just happened? Well, what happened was you just let somebody into your house to now see all the vantage points that they can get in um, that are unsecure. And so I want to make people really aware of that because some people just don't think about it or they you know, give them the benefit of the doubt that somebody's trying to look out for them. But in reality, you just open up the door for somebody to come in and basically um, now know every single entry point that they can get in without being caught. Um, so you want to be aware of that. Um, I had it happen to me. You know, we we flipped a couple houses in the past, and I was there at the house, like flipping a house, and had the guy, and, you know, I had my, my big old German shepherd next to me. Um, so that should be number one deterrent um, with him as he came to the door. But he kept trying to, like, edge his way into the door. And I was like, listen, man, I'm not interested. You know, if I if I need anything, I'll give you a call. And I actually asked him, I said, hey, do you have a card that I can, you know, maybe potentially give you a call back? And he's like, oh, man, I'm sorry, I'm all out. Uh, first red flag, right? So if anyone comes up to your door and you can't get them away, simply just ask like, hey, you know, um, right now it's just a, a busy time. And if you have a card, I'd be more than happy to like give you a call back. If they don't have a card on them or they give you a card, verify that they're an actual real person that works for a real company. Um, so that's my word of advice there. Um, as that pertains to that. Um, another thing to think about as you uh, move into the house is maybe get a deep clean, right? So a lot of times you have no clue who was in that house before you, how much they clean the house, shampoo and clean the carpets, uh, maybe hire like a professional cleaning company to come in and actually do like a real deep clean of the house. Um, the other thing is some people that I know, they'll actually get duct work cleaned out and things like that so they know that their HVAC and everything is well taken care of with them moving in and uh, everything's now clean and the air is going to be clean coming through. So there's just things that you want to be aware of and think about um, when it comes to like the cleaning stuff. Just walk around your house, take a look. Um, you know, if they previously had pets or things like that, you obviously would probably want to do like a a deep carpet cleaning. Um, so you can either go rent one your, your, yourself or, 
you know, look at uh, the directory or get a hold of your realtor because they'll know someone um, or they should know someone that would take good care of you as far as cleaning uh, the carpets for you. So that's another thing. Um, another big thing to think about. I always laugh because this seems to be me all the time because I completely forget, but replace the batteries in your smoke alarms and carbon monoxide detectors, right? So you, uh, you get moved in and then it's like two months later and you hear that annoying beeping sound, right? Um, take the time, like when you first move in, what, before furniture and all that other stuff, find where all of your smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors are at and then go buy some extra batteries to have on hand but also buy extra batteries to now go replace all the batteries in those. So if one goes out right later on down the road, it's time to just replace all of them. So instead of replacing just one and then having the next one go off the next month and then the next month, replace them all at the same time. It, it makes for a better and fast uh, replacement. So that end you only do it one time every year, or every other year, um, something like that. So just uh, keep that in mind as you uh, get moved in and things like that. And then the last thing that I'm going to talk about, um, keep this one kind of short today, but the last one that I'm going to talk about is um, getting to know your neighbors. I think it's extremely important. Um, one thing that was uh, done to us as we moved into our neighborhood, um, I remember I was standing in the entryway and I made eye contact with these two guys that were walking up my driveway and I was watching them, and as they came to the door, um, they had a wagon with, like, some flyers, and I was like, what in the world are these guys selling? Um, but they actually uh, came up to me, and they said, hey, my name's so-and-so. Uh, we live just down the street, and we're going to do a neighborhood block party where we basically um, are going to see if anyone's interested in uh, hosting some people over, and we're going to do um, hors d'oeuvres, and we're going to do meals, and uh, they kind of laid out the plan and the vision um, so they had a date in mind, um, and then they reached out to everyone in the neighborhood that said, hey, we're going to do dinner um, and invite everyone over, but if somebody wants to do desserts and appetizers and drinks, um, we kind of want to make this like a neighborhood event for the night, um, and it was from like 6 to 10, and I remember just thinking to myself like, okay, this this is kind of cool, but it's also kind of awkward and weird because I don't really know these people, but it was a great opportunity uh, to get to know my neighbors, and so we obviously went um, we got to know our neighbors and, uh, it was a great time. And now it's like, everybody knows everyone, you know? So, um, we had a great turnout. I feel like 80% of the neighbors actually showed up. Um, and so, you know, we went from house to house that night. We went to, uh, one of the neighbor's houses, we had drinks and, uh, we sat there for, um, probably about 30, 45 minutes talking with people, getting to know one another, where they were from, when they moved into the neighborhood, all that kind of stuff. And then we moved on to the next house where we had some appetizers, again, hung out there, got to know people. And then the next house had dinner. And then finally we ended up um, at the last house around like nine or, or 10 o'clock. And we had dessert and things like that and stayed and talked. And um, really looking back, I was like, man, that was a genius idea. Um, it was a great idea to just get to know one another, get to know who your neighbors are. And also a great networking opportunity, right? So it's a great networking opportunity for everyone to say, hey, what do you do? You know, how can I refer you uh, some business or know exactly what you do? So if I ever come in contact with someone who needs your, your business, um, now I have someone that I can trust and someone who's in my neighborhood and someone local that I can send uh, business to. And so it's just a great opportunity, I think, just to um, feel, again, safe and secure in your neighborhood. Know that you're going to have neighbors that are looking out for you. 
um, and that you can also look out for. So um, I hope those are some good ideas that you guys can have as far as things to do after you buy a house. Um, so again, I'll run through that quick list for you. Um, remember, don't forget to get keys made right away because you never know how many people have those keys. So call a locksmith, change out the locks, get keys made, um, and then give some of those to your, um, your family members as well. So just in case you get locked out, you do have another person that could let you in. Um, if you do have a garage code, right, make sure that you reset that keypad and set it to um, something that nobody would be able to guess. So don't set it to like your birth date or don't set it to like your address because obviously an intruder could just come and plug those in if they saw those things because they're public records um, and they could get into your house. So make it a number that only you and a few other people know um, so that you can provide some safety and security there. Um, speaking of security, you know, move into that. If you think that you need um, a security service, maybe a ring doorbell or cameras or anything like that set up just to better protect you and your family, um, think about that and those options. Um, I'll also get a professional deep clean done or like carpets cleaned, air ducts cleaned, things like that. So if your house is, is older, as an older house, um, or new construction house for that matter, um, you it might be a good idea to get those air ducts clean just because of everything that had been going through the air uh, through the years or that have been brand new uh, as they've been building the house. So think about those things. Um, replace batteries in your smoke alarms and carbon monoxide detectors, and then obviously meet the neighbors. So hopefully that is a, a good list for you guys to think about as you move into a house and things that you should do um, right away after moving in. So hope you guys enjoyed that one. We will talk to you soon and I appreciate the following. If you have any questions or comments, let me know. I'd be happy to connect with you. Thanks guys. Have a good day. As always, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Potter Podcast. To learn more about how you can connect with me, check out my website, potterpodcast.com. And there you can connect with me on my social media platforms. Until next time, stay hungry, work hard, dream big, and always stay humble. Talk to you soon.